Isang napakagandang August 8 na Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon kung nasa ang time zone ka man nanonood ng ating online worship service. My name is Pastor Jojo Baldo. Kung ito po yung first time ninyo sa Lighthouse, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please leave us a message so that we can find a way to keep in touch with you and be able to introduce ourselves and the community in a better fashion. We are so excited to have you here. For our Lighthouse family, all over the regions, our CityGate family that is also joining us in today's online worship service. Blessings po sa ating lahat. We have been reminded by Pastor Leo and we have been prayed for by Pastor Mackey. At ang crux ng ating pagpapaalala sa bawat isa is that the Delta variant is very much in the rampage these days. Namamayagpag po ang Delta variant and that's why we are keeping ourselves safe. We are staying on the safer side and that means tayo po ay magdideclare ng sarili nating lockdown sa loob ng ating pamamahay. Naprotektahan po natin ang ating bubble sa loob ng ating pamamahay so that bawat pamilya, kargo natin ang bawat isa, bawat community, we look out for each other. Hindi po kakayanin ng gobyerno mga kapatid ang laban nito against this very much virulent strain, the Delta variant. At kung nakita natin ang mga nangyari sa mga bansang katulad ng India or Indonesia, we wouldn't want anything like that to be happening here in our nation. But even right now, we would like to be praying for our brethren in Iloilo, in Aklan, in other parts of the Visayas kung saan nagkakaroon ng very dramatic na pag-akyat ng Delta variant cases. Even the death rate is becoming more and more alarming. So my friends, please make sure as our announcement here from the DOH would exhort us, palagi pa rin po tayo mag-face mask. Palagi pa rin po mag-face shield. E, practicein po rin po natin yung nakasanayan na nating physical distancing, ang palaging paglilinis ng ating mga kamay. And at the same time, to make sure na meron pong magandang ventilation sa loob ng ating tinitirhan. And we avoid as much as we can the physical interactions with people because there can be a lot of asymptomatic patients or asymptomatic carriers na unknowingly, ino pala ang nakakasagap at makakasagapa natin ng mikrobyo. So my friends, in times like this, we hold on, we keep our faith, we keep our smiles because we know God who is always watching over us, the Holy Spirit is always empowering us. He will never forsake us. He will never allow His people to be put to shame. But that does not exclude us from exercising our charitable responsibility. Gawin natin ang pag-face mask, ang pagpapabakuna, alang-alang sa mga minamahal natin sa buhay. Shall we pray, mga kapatid? Panginoon, today as we commit to you this worship service, the preaching of your word, we pause, O oh Lord, to remember our nation and the nations of the world. Ang aming bansa, Panginoon, na nababalot na naman sa anxiety o pagkatakot dahil sa rumaragasang Delta variant na aming kinakaharap. Lord, we put our trust in you. Kayo po ang aming dakilang manggagamot. Kayo po ang nagpapalakas sa aming mga immune system. Kayo rin po nagbibigay sa amin ng katalinuhan so that we will know the things that we ought to do. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, embrace your people. In the name of Jesus, protect your children. In the name of Jesus, Lord, buhay niyo po palagi ang pamilyang Pilipino. Nang sa ganun, Lord, sa pagpapalang aming tinatanggap, magiging pagpapala rin naman kami sa mga hindi pa nakakakilala sa inyo. 
Mangusap po kayo, Panginoon, sa aming pagdiriwang ngayong araw. Sa inyo lamang po ang kapurihan, sa inyo lamang po ang pagsamba. Sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Salamat mga kapatid for being part of the solution. We heal as one, ikanga. Today is also Communion Sunday, and so kung hindi pa ako kayo nakakapag-prepare ng inyong mga communion elements, you have the next few minutes to do that because we will have this at the end of the service. Now, as I introduce to you the text for today, let me just tell you a story. Tandang-tanda ko ang araw na nabili ng tatay ko sa summer ang kanyang stereophono. Ito ay kanyang pinag-ipunan ng matagal na panahon. Ilang mga bagay ang hindi niya muna in-enjoy para lamang meron siyang pambili ng stereophono at ilang mga plakang tinatawag na 45 at saka 33, yung mga long play, ikanga. At ang isa sa mga kanta na palaging umaalingaungaw sa apat na bahagi ng aming apat na sulok ng aming simpleng pamamahay sa summer ay ang awit ni Harold Melvin. Malamang sa mga ka-generation ng 70s, alam niyo po ito na sinagundahan ng Blue Notes na ang title po ng awit ay If You Don't Know Me By Now. Nakakatuwa po ang mga alalang yun. Talagang after dinner, pagkatapos isaksak ng tatay ko yung anim na bateryang kanyang pinainitan sa bubong buong maghapon. Ganun po ang charging ng unang panahon. Ano po? Pinapainitan lang sa bubong namin yung mga batteries. And then aalingaw-ngaw na ang mga Matt Monroe, mga Andy Williams, and then papasok itong awit ni Harold Melvin, If You Don't Know Me By Now. At nasa aking isipan pa po ang napaka-sweet na memories ng aking nanay at tatay nagbabalsi, ang tawag niya sa Bisaya, nagbabalsi. Sweet dance ang ibig sabihin nun. And if you are familiar with the lyrics of the song, simple naman po ang kanyang ipinapahatid, coming from a forlorn lover. Nasabi, just trust me like I trust in you. As long as we've been together, it should be easy to do. Sa isang nagmamahalan, sa dalawang nagmamahalan, ang pagtitiwala ay dapat natural na bagay na ibinibigay sa bawat isa. That the passing years na inyong iginugugul sa bawat isa, sa maraming balsi na inyong uh, share with one another, dapat ang paglalim ng pagtitiwala ay lalong nakocultivate na nurture in the passing of moments. And then the next stanza says, Just get yourself together. Or we might as well say goodbye. What good is a love affair when you can't see or when we cannot see eye to eye? So medyo may hugot yung, yung lover dito, ano po, na huwag kang mawawala sa yung sarili. Just get yourself together. Dahil isang taong walang solid or whole na kaisipan ay pwedeng pagharian ng relasyon mo ng selos, ng pagdududa, ng pagtataksil. When you don't get yourself together, maybe the better option is to just say goodbye to one another. Tapusin na lamang ang relasyon to. Kung hindi naman kayo magtagpapangita, matasa-matasa sa mga issues na kinakaharap ninyo. And then of course, the, the chorus would come and say, If you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, ever know me. Ah, di ba? Naalala niya na, ano po? Mamaya-mamaya, i-google niyo na yun or i-youtube niyo na yun, mga kapatid. If you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, ever know me. And I'm starting with this song because I believe God might have as well been singing this song to His people in Israel. Sa panahon ng, sa maraming panahon, iginugul, iginugul ng Diyos para kanyang i-bless, pagpalain itong 
hinirang na bayan, ang Israel. Sabi ni, palagi siguro siya sinasabi ng Diyos, Just trust me, like I trust you. Sa dinami ng bansa, dinami-dami ng bansa ang pwede kong hirangin, kayo ang pinili ko. Hindi dahil kayo ang pinaka-the best, hindi dahil kayo ang pinaka-mabait, pero kayo lamang ang napagbuntungan, napagbuhusan ng aking grasya at pagtitiwala. Ang tanong, pagkakatiwalaan nyo rin ba ako? Matagal na tayong magkasama. Dapat habang tumatagal ang panahon, mas madali na sa inyong ilagak sa akin ang inyong pananampalataya. Dahil magkakilala na tayo. Wala akong magandang bagay na win it hold sa inyo. Wala akong magandang bagay na hindi ko binigay sa inyo. Kung ikauunlad at ikabubuti ng inyong buhay, nakita niyo ang pagpapalang ng gagaling sa aking kamay. Pero Israel, just get yourself together. Why is it that in so many years, in the many times that we have been together, it seems like you have not gotten yourself together. Kaya sa Bible mo, palagi niyo makikita ang pagtatampong malalim ng Diyos. When God might as well have been saying, magpaalam na lang kayo tayo sa bawat isa. Because what good is a love affair like what we have together when we cannot even see eye to eye? Yung mga bagay na alam mong nakakasakit sa akin, yan ang patuloy mong ginagawa. Ang mga bagay na alam mong nakakapagbigay ng papuri at kasiyahan sa aking puso, yan naman ang iyong iniiwasan. And God would say, in all these years that I have been good to you, in all these years that I have been blessing you and keeping company with you, if you don't know me by now, oh, you will never, never, ever know me. Now, you can, you can feel a hint of sadness if we can just hear God Himself saying this song as a forlorn lover, as a jilted lover to the nation of Israel. Yung pong konteksto ng ating pag-aaral ng God of the Bible, na mula pa, mula pa sa aklat ng Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, pinagdaanan natin yung First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, First and Second Samuel, all of these ay pagpapatunay lamang that God can never be accused na siya ang nagkulang sa relasyon niya sa kanyang hinirang na bayan na Israel. And now, when the prophets began, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, yung preach ni Pastor Jonathan uh, last Sunday, may kita mo na labis-labis ang pagtangis at pagkabasag ng puso ng Diyos. Dahil para bagang, after all of these times of, of teaching His people, of sending prophet after prophet, of providing them with the good of the land, of making them abound in vineyards that they did not plant, in houses that they did not build, ang isinukli ng mga Israelita ay ang kanalang disloyalty, ang kanalang pagtalikod, ang kanalang pagpiling sambahin ang mga Diyos-Diyosang wala namang idinulot na mabuti sa kanilang buhay. Kung titinan po ninyo sa timeline ng Israel, Noong 722 B.C., before Christ, 722, ang Assyrians po ay inataki nila yung Northern Kingdom na tinatawag nating Israel kasi yung Southern Kingdom ay ang Judah. Ang isang malaking empire na Assyria na napakabangis, napaka-cruel, inataki nila ang bansang Israel, the Northern Kingdom, and they did not stop until the very border of Israel and Judah. And yet, they were just probably 10 steps away and they will be in the Judah region. And yet, the Assyrians, for some miraculous reasons, they stopped. 
They did not pursue, and they did not conquer altogether the rest of the land. By the time, ang hari po ng Israel is Ammon. Now, Ammon was the son of Manasseh in Judah. And Manasseh was the vicious, the most vicious, the worst king that Israel had ever seen. At sabi nga nila, kung anong puno, siya ang bunga. Kung anong tatay, siya rin naman ang anak. And Ammon walked in the ways of Manasseh. Kung gaano ka-unfaithful si Manasseh, ganun din naman ka-walang galang si Ammon sa patungkol, patungkol sa mga bagay na pagpapa sa Diyos. Now, they could have taken it as a, an act of grace that God already exacted His judgment over the northern kingdom. But by His grace, God stopped the Assyrian army and now Judah was enjoying this prosperity. The, the ten tribes of the northern kingdom have now been lost, scattered all over the Assyrian empire. But Judah and the tribe of Benjamin, yung natirang dalawang tribo ng Israel, they were enjoying affluence and they were enjoying peace and relative uh, goodness in life. It must have been enough for them to say, Lord, salamat po for sparing us. But Ammon, history would go, would show, Ammon did exactly the opposite. But God could have been so justified Nailarga niya niya, go signal na niya, green light na niya ang mga Assyrians. But God still extended His mercies toward the nation of Judah. And upon the assumption of King Josiah to the throne, Josiah proved to be for 30 years, proved to be a very faithful king. Ibanalik niya ang pagbabasa ng salita ng Diyos, ibanalik niya ang pagsiselebrate ng Passover, ibanalik niya ang pagsimba at pagsamba sa isang Diyos na si Yahweh, binasag niya ang mga rebulto ng mga Diyos-Diyosan. And for a while, the southern kingdom or Judah enjoyed the favor of the Lord. And yet, because of the ill effects of Manasseh and Ammon, ganun po ang influensya ng, ng masasamang tatay, umaabot sa third, fourth, even a thousand generations, the people of Israel, despite the faithfulness of Josiah, continued in their unfaithfulness. And that's why in 605, 117 years later, Babylon, an even bigger empire, invaded and defeated Assyria. So ano ibig sabihin nun? Yung mga sakop dati ng Assyria, ngayon ay napapabilang na sa Babylon. And because of that, nakita ng mga taga-Judah ang first Jewish deportation to Babylon. Kasali na si Daniel, si Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Kasali sa mga ilang mga the best of the brightest of Israel during the time na binitbit papuntang Babylon. Again, it must have been a warning for them. Nahoy, talo na tayo, nandito ng mga Babylonians, pero hindi pa sinisira ang Jerusalem. May favor pa because Jehoiakim who at the time was the king, was made as a vassal of Nebuchadnezzar. Ano sabihin ng vassal? Parang gawin kitang minion. Ikaw ang aking governor dyan. Ikaw pa rin ang maging tapat ka lang sa akin. But Jehoiakim, instead of accepting the favor coming from Babylon, and instead of believing the prophecies of Jeremiah, na ito'y pagpaparusa ng Diyos because of the unfaithfulness of Israel, Jehoiakim, after three years of being a vassal, proved to be disloyal to Nebuchadnezzar. He started revolting. He started allying with Egypt. Akala niya tatalunin nila ang Babylon. And because of that, Jehoiachin 
the, pred- the successor of Jehoiakim, became a very unfaithful king. And in 597 BC, Nebuchadnezzar had it enough or had enough of the, Israel, of the Israelites. And Nebuchadnezzar sieged Jerusalem, ransacked the temple, and there nangyari po ang second Jewish deportation. Do you think maglilearn na ng lesson ang mga Israelites, ang mga taga-Judah? Nako, nakakadalawang batches na, nakakadalawang waves na ang deportation, matatalo na tayo. Do you think they already, heard, they already learned their lesson? Ang isang taong matigas ang ulo, hindi talaga natututo, ano po? Because when Zedekiah succeeded the kingship that siyang inappoint ni Nebuchadnezzar, Zedekiah again proved to be an evil king. And he proved to be disloyal to Nebuchadnezzar that finally in 586 B.C., the Babylonians said, Ah, hindi kayo makontento na kayo ay vassal. Hindi kayo makontento na tinanggal lang namin ang mga gadgets at mga gamit ninyo, ninyo sa inyong temple. Today, sabi ni Nebuchadnezzar, I will utterly destroy Jerusalem and I will utterly burn this temple of Solomon and the temple that you Jewish so adored. I will burn this to the ground. And that was when the third Jewish deportation also happened. Wave upon wave. Parang COVID lang, ano po mga kapatid? First wave, akala natin, okay na. E dumating yung second wave. Akala natin, okay na. Kaya balik na naman tayo sa mga dating ugali natin. And now, the Delta variant is here. And it's even worse. And it's threatening to be apocalyptic. Shall we know the lessons that God might be trying to instill in us? Did the Israelites, did the Judahites, did the Judah people stop for a while and say, Ano kayang itinuturo sa atin ng Diyos? Nakita na natin kay Josiah kung pattern na ikinaaaliw at ikinatutuwa ng Diyos. Pero sa ginawa ni Ammon, ni Jehoiakim, ni Jehoiachin, ni Zedekiah, alam natin ang kasamaan ay palaging magreresulta sa divine wrath ng Panginoon sa kanyang mga anak. And yet, it was not enough for the people of Israel to truly repent. And you can just hear probably the chorus of this song. The forlorn lover who is our God saying, Oh, if you don't know me by now, you will never Never, ever know me. Ang ating librong pag-aaralan ngayon is the book of, Eze- of Ezekiel. Ang book of Ezekiel po, mga kapatid, ay nangyari, ay isinulat sa ministry ni Prophet Ezekiel na kabahagi po siya ng second Jewish deportation, 597 BC. In other words, si Ezekiel po was an exilic prophet. Sa propeta na tinawag ng Diyos, sa panahong ang mga anak ng Diyos ay nandun na sa Babylon. Nauna na sina Daniel at ngayon sina Ezekiel naman ang sumunod. Now, it is both a pro and a con. It's a bad thing because that means even prophets were not spared from the wrath of God. Kung tatamaan ang bayan, buong bayan ay hagip. Parang COVID lamang. Yung mabait, tsaka hindi mabait, pwede magka-COVID. Yung conscientious na magugas ng kamay, mag-face mask, ay pwedeng matamaan ng COVID because meron siyang nakasalamuhang ayaw mag-face mask, ayaw mag-protocols. Hagip pati ang propeta. But it can be positive as well because now we know even in the times of exile, the presence of God is there. 
that even in the times of exile, the presence of a prophet like Ezekiel was still given by God. Because now we know, in times of calamities, in times when people are searching for answers, and answers are a few, when people are looking out for hope, and hope is dim, and hope seems to be so out of reach, the Lord sends a prophet. The Lord sends His Word. The Lord opens an online ministry so that even in the midst of this exile that we are now currently experiencing, another ECQ for the next two weeks. At kung hindi pa rin masawata ang paglaganap, baka another two weeks, one month, two months, what will happen to the economy? We are now figuratively in exiles, mga kapatid, in exile. But thank God that His Word does not stop. It is to the people who were in exile that the prophet Ezekiel started his ministry. And so today, I have entitled this sermon, The God of Visions. Dahil kung sasangayon po kayo mga kapatid, ang isang bagay na hahanapin natin at ang isang bagay na magpapalakas sa atin during these times of disorientation, no? palagi natin ginagamit yun. During these times when the experts are just dumbfounded. Paano nila makikita ang kasagutan dito sa, sa Delta variant? Even as they are talking about the Delta variant, there's already study in London, they're now seeing a Lambda variant. Letter L na. Lambda variant. And a very virulent one na even when they tested it against Pfizer and Sinovac and AstraZeneca and Moderna and all the other Johnson & Johnson, the Lambda variant escapes all of these vaccines. Talagang pang-apokalyptic na, no? Katapusan na ba ng mundo? Now we know that in these times when we don't have much answers to the questions of people, what we have and what we long for is a vision from God. For us to have a glimpse of a future, to have a glimpse of the presence of the Almighty, for us to have an experience, an epiphany, a theophany, an encounter with God in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our questions, in the midst of our pains, how many people have been lost, how many people's lives are being threatened to be lost, we need all the more the God of visions. And kung babasahin niyo po ang ang Ezekiel, maraming mga visions na ipinakita ang Diyos na hindi ko may explain sa inyo. Visions of God seated on the throne, visions of this beast na mukhang eagle, mukhang bear, mukhang lion, mukhang tao, merong mga pakpak, visions of a wheel na umiikot na maraming mata. Parang pang UFO ang dating mga kapatid. Right? But I cannot explain that to you, but there are certain visions in Ezekiel's book that are easy to understand, like the vision of that scroll from heaven being handed down to Ezekiel and the Lord commanding him to eat the word of the Lord. And in all of these, ang palaging babalik-balikan na phrase, as a matter of fact, 65 times na inulit-ulit ng Panginoon sa kanyang paghahayag, sa kanyang revelation to Ezekiel is the word that says, Yada ke ani Yehovah. And they shall know that I am the Lord. 65 times, 
Kaya pinakita ng Diyos kay Ezekiel ang mga visions na to. Kaya ipinaranas ng Diyos ang lahat ng pait sa kanyang mga anak sa Israel na hindi sumusunod sa kanya. Kahinayaan niya ang isang heathen nation like Babylon to come and invade and exact the punishment of the Lord. For what reason? Yada ke'ane, Yehovah or Yahweh, so that they may know that I am the Lord. And again, you must probably be hearing that song again. If you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, ever know me. Kung hindi mo ako makikilala sa mga panahong ito, ano pa ba ang panahong hinihintay mo? Kasi malamang hindi mo na talaga ako kailanman makikilala pa. If you have your Bibles, please read with me from Ezekiel chapter 1. Verse 1 says, In the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day, while I was among the exiles by the Kibar River, the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. On the fifth month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoiachin, the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, by the Kibar River in the land of the Babylonians. There, the hand of the Lord was upon him. Stop there for a while. So, maganda po sa Ezekiel dahil ipinapakita talaga na it happened. Chronologically and historically, it happened during the time of the exile. When people were just there in the river and they were just now displaced and people were now out of their homes and maybe many of them, countless of them, experienced death in the family. Siyempre, pag sinugod ng mga Babylonians ang isang bayan, manlalaban ng mga kalalakihan, ng mga kawal, ang army ng bayan na yun, would fight and try to put up a good fight. And of course, they would be overrun by this very dominant empire. And so, they were there in the Kibar River and you could just hear the wailing, the cries, the broken hearts of so many women and children for having been widowed and having been orphaned. And yet, in that same place of pain, Ezekiel says, the Lord allowed me to see visions of God. The hand of the Lord was upon me, Ezekiel would say. Now, flip now to Ezekiel chapter 2. In verse 1 of the second chapter, Ezekiel records, He said to me, Son of man, stand up on your feet, and I will speak to you. As he spoke, the Spirit came into me and raised me to my feet, and I heard him speaking to me. He said, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites to a rebellious nation that has rebelled, rebelled against me. They and their fathers have been in revolt against me to this very day. Verse 4, The people to whom I am sending you are obstinate and stubborn. Say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. And whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are a rebellious house, they will know that a prophet has been among them. I don't know the reaction of Ezekiel. Ezekiel had a time that na overlap sila ni Jeremiah sa kanilang ministry before the exile happened. He was already ministering in Israel as the Babylonians were invading and the, the, the great prophet Jeremiah, the wailing prophet, the lamenting prophet was there during the time of Ezekiel and Ezekiel was privy. He was witness to what the people of Israel did to Jeremiah. Hindi pa matagal na panahon na narinig din Ezekiel kung anong ginawa 
ng mga tao kay Isaiah. Si Isaiah, na wala namang ibang sinabi kundi, the Lord is wanting us to reason with Him because though our sins are red as scarlet, they will be white. They will be white as snow. If you listen and obey, you will eat the best of the land. But if you rebel, you will be devoured by the sword for the Lord has spoken. And you know the rest of the story, Manasseh, who would not have anything from this prophet Isaiah, Manasseh, hindi lamang niya pinagutan si Isaiah, nilagari niya si Isaiah into two. Now Ezekiel was now being called by God. I want you to prophesy to these people. He just witnessed how Jeremiah was ridiculed and became an outcast for the whole nation. And now that these people are desperate and people are angry and people are grieving and people are still shaking their fists towards the heavenlies, God says to Ezekiel, prophesy to them. Whether they listen or not, they are a very obstinate, they're a very stubborn people. But I want you to prophesy still because I want my people to have no excuse. Ayoko masabi nilang, eh wala namang propetang nangusap sa amin. I want you to speak to them because this is what they need to hear. And we will talk about what Ezekiel talked about. Now let's go to Ezekiel chapter 3. Let's go to verse 1. And he said to me, Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. Then go and speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he gave me this scroll to eat. And then he said to me, Son of man, eat this scroll. I am giving you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it, and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. He then said to me, Son of man, go now to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. Amazing again, mga kapatid, that just as probably Ezekiel was vacillating in his emotions, gagawin ko ba to? Shall I do this? But I know what they do to prophets. And now that these irate people are going to be spoken to by me, what shall I say? And so the Lord had to make Ezekiel experience, at least in the vision, that these words, this scroll coming from the heavenlies, were being given and being fed. Pinapakain yung salita ng Diyos, yung scroll. And Isaiah and Ezekiel would say, it was sweet, sweeter than honey. And that's the power of the Word of God, my friend. You may be in the most dire of situations. You might be in the very most hopeless. You are now backed in the corner and you just don't know where to go. And you just don't know what to do and what to say. But thank God that in moments like this, God does not deprive us of the sweetness of His Word. God does not allow us to be malnourished. That the Word of God still comes that the Word of God is still spoken, that the Word of God is still being fed unto us. Would you try and type amen in your comment section right now so that I'll know that we are engaging in times like this. That's why, my friends, the book of Ezekiel really means three things. God is strong. Ezekiel means El. The L there is the El Elyon, the, the God who is strong. He's strong. He's our mighty fortress. But at the same time, the word Ezekiel or the name Ezekiel says, God strengthens. If He's the fountain of our strength, through the prophecy and through the ministry of Ezekiel, God is strengthening 
other people. And therefore, the third meaning is God makes firm. God makes hard. If you will not resist the ministry of the Word, if you allow the Lord to speak unto you, if you allow the Lord to just minister to you and pour unto your life, God will make you firm. You might be now in a lockdown. We might be in a rather precarious situation. Delta, Lambda, all of these, mga kapatid, ng mga variants na kinakaharap natin. But God is strong and God strengthens us and God makes you firm. I deserve, that statement deserves another amen, my friend. God makes us strong in moments like this. And so, the prophet Ezekiel starts speaking to people with the sweetness of the scroll that he was made to eat. Ezekiel 18, one of the core messages of the prophet, of the Lord to the prophet is this. The Lord would say, Israel, rid yourselves of all the offenses that you have committed. Get a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I take no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent and live. A straightforward message na pwede nating angkinin in these times, my friend. If there are things that we have done and the Lord makes us conscious about it, the Holy Spirit convicts us about those offenses that we have done. These times of difficulties, these times of uncertainties, these times of the certainty of infection and death, unless the Lord intervenes and the Lord arrests the situation, this is the time when we are faced with mortality, with the finiteness of human life, with the brevity of human existence. Isang virus lang pala, pwedeng tapusin ang buhay mo. Now is the time for you to rid yourselves of all the offenses, and for you to know that the greatest desire of the Lord is for us to live. That the greatest mandate of the Lord is to infuse in us a new heart and a new spirit. God does not delight in the death of people. He's not a sadomasochistic God who is just waiting for people to perish and for Him to, to burst into this, what do you call this, diabolical laughter in heaven as if, Parang mga kontrabida ng unang panahon na pag nakakaisa siya sa kanyang mga kalaban ay talagang humahalakhak na pang kontrabidang halakhak. God does not delight in this. The Lord wants us to repent. The Lord wants us to live. But there are certain things that God wants us to know and for these things to be truly and deeply embedded in us. And Ezekiel was speaking these truths to the exile. If you did not learn this during the pre-exile, if you did not learn this when the Assyrians invaded the northern kingdom and spared us, if you did not learn this from Isaiah and Jeremiah because you put them to death, because you mocked and ridiculed them, now that you're in exile, now that you are in, in a uh, quarantine, now that you are in your own bubble na hindi makalabas, Wala kang authority to be a person outside of residence, hindi ka apor, sabi nga nila. Now at least I have your attention, God would say. Here are certain truths that you would like to be reminded of. Number one is that sin divides. That you should not allow sin to have the upper hand in your life. Because now we know, as adults, sin divides. 
papaghiwalayin ng kasalanan ang mga dating magkakasama. Papaghiwalayin at pagpupuniti ng kasalanan ang dati namang nilaan ng Diyos na magkadikit. Ezekiel 2 verse 3 would say, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their fathers have been in revolt against me to this very day. The people to whom I am sending you are obstinate and stubborn. I underscored those words rebel, rebel, revolt because they come from the Hebrew word marad, marad. Maybe that's the etymology of the word marred in English language. When something mars you, when something divides you, when something detaches you from your beautiful divine call in life, when damarad comes in, when rebellion takes a reign in your heart, when this spiteful, obstinate, hard-headed, stubborn spirit comes to a person's life. And instead of heeding the Word of God, instead of heeding the wisdom of the council, instead of heeding the wisdom of the scientists, for example, people rebel and people would say, Oh, no masks. Ayun namin ng mask na yan. Oh, alcohol. Kumikita lamang dyan ang mga nag-alcohol. Kaya mula ngayon, malaya na kami. Give me liberty or give me covid Sabi nga ng isang rally na nakita ko sa downtown Houston. Marad is that rebellious spirit. And the Lord is telling us, as He was telling the people in the time of Ezekiel, the reason why you are here today is because we have been sinners. You have been rebelling. Not that God has ever come up short in reminding you. Prophets upon prophets stood before you. Counsel has been given unto you. The Word of God is readily available unto you. And yet, instead of listening to God, you much rather be a God unto yourself. You much rather doubt the intentions of God and pagkatiwalaan mo ang sarili mong diskarte. A very Luciferian deception that was already in effect during the times of the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve fell into the original sin. When God did nothing but to frolic with them, to fellowship with them, to spend time with them, to give them 99.9999% of everything that He had created in that perfect garden called Eden. And yet Eve and subsequently Adam chose to rebel. They chose to rebel. Why? Because they wanted to be like God. They didn't trust the wisdom of the Creator. They thought that as the created ones, they can become or even supersede the position of God. A very Luciferian deception. When people rebel, marad, sin divides. And that's the reason why, Ezekiel would say, that's the reason why you are here. That's the reason why, finally, the sword had fallen on us. That's the reason why finally our families have disintegrated and we are now faced with this future that only God knows when and how this will ever be repaired. And then they will know that God detests sin. Then they will know that I am the Lord. 
then they will know that I, the Lord of God, the Lord God, I do not countenance ever people's rebellion against me. Sin divides us from God. Sin divides husband from wife. Sin divides boss from employees. Sin divides leaders from the followers. Sin divides our bodies within. Ituloy mo ang pag-iinom. Ituloy mo ang paninigarilyo. Your body will be divided. And you'll be at greater risk because of this pandemic that's all around us. Sin divides, mga kapatid. Have it in our thoughts. Type it down in our comment section. Sin divides. But here's another thought. As sin divides, God says, but love confronts. You will know that a person truly loves you when he does not allow you to just wallow in your sin. Mamayag pagkalang at patuloy ka malunod sa kasalanan. If a person truly loves you, he will care enough to confront you. He will care enough to look you in the eye, as I am now looking in your eye, my friend, and say, mga kapatid, may mali kang ginagawa. Ayusin natin. Itama natin. Love confronts. And when you are confronted by truth, you can go only two ways. To either thank and love the person who cared enough to confront you, or to keep or to tag this person as an enemy. Hindi kita kapanalig, hindi kita kapartido, hindi ko gusto ang sinasabi ng iyong muka, ng iyong salita, and therefore, I will continually walk away from you. So we're back to slide number one. Sin divides. But if you'll respond to the love of God, God is the kind of lover that will always confront. He will not sweep the problems under the rug. Ika nga, na ilalagay lang sa ilalim ang problema para wag nang pag-usapan. Pag-uusapan na pag-uusapan yan. That's why the Lord would say to Ezekiel, say to them, speak this to them. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Again, repeated words in the Bible are very important. And whether they listen or whether they fail to listen, for they are a rebellious house, they will know that the prophet has been among them. That word say there is from the Greek word amar, amar. Speak, to contend, to try to debate, to try to get into the mind of the person. Ipaintindi. Iukit mo. If the door is closed, go through the window. Make sure that they will have no excuse that they were never warned. Make sure that they will never come back to me and they will say, Ikaw, Lord, ang may kasalanan, hindi mo sinabi sa amin ang katotohanan. Amar, say to them, this is what the Lord says. And that's why one of the most beautiful images of Ezekiel, Ezekiel 2 and Ezekiel 33, is that Ezekiel is being appointed by the Lord as a watchman. What is a watchman? A watchman is the one that is in the tower of a fortress. And in the darkness of the night, he will be keeping vigil. Wala pa namang telescopio no unang panahon, but he will just squint his eyes to the darkness. Are there enemies coming? Are there invaders coming? Baka may mga ninja dyan na gumagapang papalapit sa ating fortress. And the Lord says, as a watchman, if you see the enemy coming, you have to blow your horn so that the rest of the village will be alerted. The rest of the kingdom will know that perdition is coming. Because if you see the enemy coming and you don't sound off the alarm and these people die, their blood will be on your hands. 
But as a watchman, nakita mong paparating ang, ang dilubyo. Nandiyan na naman, may delta variant. But you sound off the alarm. Magpabakuna ka na. Mag-uminom ka ng vitamins. Huwag kang lalabas. Maghugas ka ng kamay. Put on your mask. And the Lord says, And the people do not listen. And they perish. Then you as a watchman will live. And they will suffer for their disobedience. Amar. Say it. Love confronts. Mga kapatid, importanteng matutunan natin to sa ating buhay ng kristyano. That we need to receive counsel from people. We need to speak to people that we love and we need to listen to people speaking to us in love. Far be it from us, mga kapatid, na pag pinagsabihan ka, ipag-itatag mo pa ngayon ng masama ang, ang iyong kapatid. One of the most divisive issues right now in the Christendom, and I'm focusing on you, on us alone, Christians, is this issue of vaccination. I am vaccinated, and so obviously I am pro-vaccination. I have good friends, and I respect them, and I love them still, and they have every reason to say no vaccination, and I respect you for that. But here's what I'm going to say as your pastor and as your friend. Please, my friend, stop allowing this vaccination issue to be so spiritualized na sasabihin mo, kasi yung vaccine yan, 666 yan. Mark of the beast yan. Pag ikaw nagpa-vaccine, in two years mamamatay ka. In two years, ikaw ay kasali na sa natatakan ng Antichrist and therefore, you're bound to hell. My friend, let me say this. It's not, it's not supposed to be spiritualized. It's a scientific fact. Pinag-aralan, pinagbuhusan ng pag-aaral, marami ng nasampulan. Kung merong mang nag-bad reaction, it's maybe because there are some things in their bodies. And that's why our doctors are there to, to assist, the nurses there to assist, to assess kung ang reaction mo ay hindi ka nag-allergic reaction. But for us to make use of these peculiar verses in the Bible and use it to attack those people that have allow themselves to be vaccinated and consider yourself more spiritual just because you are not vaccinating at all. Because you are just trusting in God and therefore, yung mga nagpapavaccinate, mukhang mababaw ang pagtitiwala sa Diyos. Let us not divide the house of the Lord. Sin divides, love confronts. Kung talagang ayaw mong vaccinate, I will deeply respect that. Stay healthy, stay at home, make sure that you are protected, and find other ways for you to remain strong throughout this pandemic. But please, don't make use of this issue so that we will be divided as a people. Not in Lighthouse, mga kapatid. Not in our community. We are here to love each other, to support each other, to allow the fruit of the Spirit to be manifested in us, for us to wish each other well, to pray for each other's recovery, and for, his, for each other's continued robust health, but not for us to be divided by the sin of pride. Amen? Amen. Another word that Ezekiel would want the people of Israel to know is this, that disloyalty destroys. The reason why you have been now alienated, you have now been in exile, is because you have been disloyal. You have been disloyal to God. Jehoiakim, Jehoiachin, Zedekiah, they have been disloyal to Nebuchadnezzar. The prophets already said, this is part of his will. You will be exiled. If you will accept it, 
then as Jeremiah would say, you can plant vineyards, you can give each other to marriage, you can bloom where you are planted, you can even pray for the prosperity of Babylon, to pray for the peace of Babylon, because the prosperity and peace of Babylon will also be for your benefit. Tanggapin mo ang pagdidisiplina ng Diyos. But if you remain disloyal, that even in these times of punishment, even in these times of God disciplining us, we are still disloyal to God because still we are insisting on our own ways. My friend, Ezekiel would say, disloyalty destroys. So this is what the Lord says. Disaster, an unheard of disaster is coming. The end has come. The end has come. It has aroused itself against you. It has come. Now, he was saying this nung ang temple in Jerusalem was still very much intact. But because Jehoiakim, Jehoiachin, they proved to be disloyal to Nebuchadnezzar, Ezekiel saw it. The Lord showed it to him. Because of this, my glory has departed from the temple. Ikabod, ikabod, sabi ng mga Hebrews. Umalis na ang glory ng Diyos. And therefore now, ang ating kapitapitagang temple kung saan palaging hinahanap ng mga Hudyo, nasaan ba ang direksyon ng temple ng Jerusalem dahil doon sila magbabaw, doon sila magpipray. Today, sabi niya, disaster has come. It has come. The end has come. Your disloyalty has brought forth this destruction. It is from the word ra. Ra. You hear this word ra for the first time in Genesis chapter 2, when the Lord created Adam and Eve, when the Lord says, all of these are yours except do not touch this tree of the knowledge of Tov and Ra, the knowledge of good and evil. Tov is good, muscle Tov, good. Ra means disaster, evil, destruction. That same word is what Ezekiel uses here. Because of your disloyalty, the power, the destructive powers of Babylon are now upon us. Because of our disloyalty, because of our obstinacy, pagiging stubborn natin, the power of Ra is now upon all of us. Disloyalty destroys, my friend. In a relationship, when you prove disloyal to your school, you will be kicked out. In a relationship, when you prove disloyal to your husband or to your wife, trust will never be regained, if at all. In a church, when you're disloyal to your community mates and you start bad-mouthing each other, the power of Ra, instead of the power of Tov, the power of goodness, sabi ni Moses, in your mouth lies the power between life and death, Tov and Ra. If you allow disloyalty to have the better hand, the power, the destructive power of Ra will be upon us and it will be to our serious disadvantage. And people in the exile must have been getting this better. Ang hindi narinig during the times of ease, now narinig na nila. But lastly, Ezekiel ended his prophetic ministry by saying, but take heart, God restores. He says in Ezekiel 37, then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. Yadake ani, Yahweh, then you, my people, will know 
that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you, and you will live, and I will settle in your own land, and then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. Ezekiel 37 is the most famous valley of dry bones that the Lord again showed to Ezekiel in vision that that is the house of Israel. They don't have the spirit. They don't have the ruach. That's the Hebrew word for the spirit, ruach. They don't have the power of the Holy Spirit. You've been trying to slug it out on your own. You've been trying to excel on your own. You've been trying to achieve all of these things on your own. Why? Because you want the glory for your own. But without the Holy Spirit, you are nothing but dead bones. You can have the crackles. You can have the noise. You can have the numbers. But when God looks at you as a house, the Lord says, you're nothing but a valley of dry bones. But then the Lord speaks to Ezekiel. Prophesy, Ezekiel. Prophesy that the Spirit of the Lord be breathed into these dry bones. And true enough, when the Spirit is released, Ruach, where do you encounter this word? This was during the creation of Adam. That the Lord made Adam from the ground after his own image, and the Lord breathed into the nostril the breath of life, the Ruach of life. When the Holy Spirit is in us, my friend, we know restoration is possible. And I pray, sa lahat ng pamilyang nanunood ngayon, that these times of, again, of anxiety, two weeks na walang trabaho, maraming gusto umuwi ng probinsya dahil mahirap mag-survive sa Maynila kung wala kang kinikita. Gusto mong pumasok pero bawal kang makipag-interact. Gusto kang bigyan ng sideline ng isang kaibigan mo pero nangangambang pag dumalaw ka sa bahay, baka bitbit mo ang virus. Where do we go? We're fast becoming dry bones, Lord. Take heart, my friend. The Ruach of the Lord is being spoken unto you. New heart, new spirit is being given unto us. For what reason? So that we shall know that He is the Lord. Yada ke ani Yehovah. Yada ke ani Yahweh. Because if you don't know me by now, the Lord says, you will never, never, ever know me. As I end, let me, let, let me leave you with three practical things. That in these exile times that we are practically experiencing, in these lockdown times that we are going through, in these imprisonment times that we are now experiencing, Hear the word of the Lord. Repent and receive. Pastor Ario already gave to us the Hebrew word for the word repent. Shuv. Return. Naligaw ka ng landas. It's now time for you to come back. Shuv. Just return. And in your returning, don't just go back to the old normal. Go back to the new normal. How? By receiving. What do you receive? The new heart and the new spirit that God is giving unto us. And the Lord says, I will remove from you your heart of stone and I will give you a heart of flesh. A heart of stone is a heart that is rebellious, that is hard, that is obstinate. Pusong bato, mga kapatid. A heart of flesh is the heart that says, Lord, this heart is yielded unto you. You are God alone from the from the beginning of this creation, 
You have always been in your throne. You are not God created in human hands. You are not God dependent on any mortal man. You're God alone that can allow me to have this gift of a new heart and a new spirit. I pray, mga kapatid, na itong two weeks na pagdadaanan natin, na walang labasan, minimal ang ating movement, take this time to feast on the Word of the Lord. Take this time to revisit Lighthouse's Facebook page or YouTube page. You'll find countless sermons from the time of Pastor Albert to Pastor Mark to Pastor Sam Sade. My preachings are there. Pastor Jonathan Arantons, Pastor Leos Arantons. Our pastors have deposited so much word into our hearts. Receive that and allow your hearts to be softened by the very counsel of God. Then we know the two weeks that will be spent by us in lockdown will have been spent in a very worthwhile manner. Another one is practically just be a wisdom warrior. What is wisdom warrior? Itong exile times produced for Israel wisdom warriors. Before I go there, let me explain this. Dati po ang, ang model na ng warrior was the kind of, say, Joshua. Talagang makikipaglaban sa mga Amalekites. Or you have the warrior named David. Right? Na talagang lahat ng higante kayang suungin. But in the history of Israel, there are more wisdom warriors that were produced in times of exile. For example, Joseph the dreamer. He was exported or he was deported to the nation of Egypt, not as a warrior. He went there as a prisoner, as a slave. And yet he ascended to be the prime minister. And by his wisdom in by God, he became a wisdom warrior. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they did not wield swords. They did not attack the government. They did not become keyboard warriors. Uh, spouting expletives pagmumura sa keyboard everyday nakikipag-away kung kanikanino. They served the government. They were loyal to Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar was an evil king. Eventually, Persia took over and they served Artaxerxes and Xerxes and Darius. And yet, these wisdom warriors subverted the culture that they were in. What do I mean by that? By becoming so loyal unto God, God endowed them with such wisdom that even in the darkness of the exile, God used them as a fountain of life, as a fountain of light, as a wellspring of good things. So that people that were disoriented or people that had no clue of who Yahweh is, of who Jehovah was, by the ministry of Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, by the ministry of Ezekiel, right in the midst of the pandemic called the exile, they became wisdom warriors. That by the words of their mouth and by the meditations of their hearts, people were blessed. Lockdown, mga kapatid. Be a wisdom warrior, not a keyboard warrior na makikipag-away sa mga hindi mo kapareho ng politika. Marami ka na namang oras ngayon, kapatid. Two weeks. Malamang sunog na sunog na naman ang keyboard mo sa kakatayt. May it be the wisdom of the Lord that will be heard and seen in you. That's why the Lord says, They will no longer defile themselves with their idols and vile images or with any of their offenses. 
For I will save them from all their sinful backsliding, and I will cleanse them. They will be my people, and I will be their God. The words of the Lord that were being spoken by Ezekiel to the people in exile. For as long as you have been healed of your backsliding, and you have done away with the idols of your lives, and you have been cleansed by the Lord inside and out, and now you distinguish yourself as a people of God, and you now are unashamed to declare that God is your Savior. Mga kaibigan, God dispenses of His wisdom to those that ask of it. And lastly, look forward to your fresh start. Look forward to that restoration that God has promised. Ezekiel has 48 chapters. And the very last verse of the last chapter ends with these very words. Yehovah Shammah. The Lord is there. The Lord is saying, I am allowing all of this so that in your moments of exile, you realize how sin has divided you away from me. And you'll realize how my love continued to confront you Watchman after watchman, prophet after prophet came before you. You have seen how disloyalty destroys everything that is beautiful, but you also know and see that God restores. And that's why the last few chapters of Ezekiel, the Lord gave Ezekiel the vision of a renewed temple. Not just the physical temple in Jerusalem, but the temple during the eschaton when God will have returned to reclaim His people for His own. Look forward to that fresh start, the Lord says. Because in that fresh start, Yehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. The Lord is right here right now in our situation, my friends. Lockdown, pandemic, Delta variant. No doubt, the Lord is here with us. Why? Because we are still together, even though online. Why? Because you have this complete breath in you. Why? Because you still have that smile in your lips. Why? Because you still have your dreams for the coming years. For the students that are here, your classes have begun or maybe will begin very soon online pa rin. But we don't resent it. We say, bring it on. And we will do the best that we can in these limitations that are presented us. Why? Because in these moments and in that not-so-far-away future, when God will have restored everything, the promise is the same. The Lord is there. Ang sarap kapatid na po, that in times when things are good and life is easy, Jehovah Shama, the Lord is there. In times when upheavals come, and things just don't make sense. And our eyes are squinting through the night and the darkness, and we couldn't just see a glimmer of hope. We realize the spark of your light is within us. And nothing disturbs you. Nothing disorients our God. Because He is God, not created by human hands. He's not an idol that we can dictate on and we can manipulate. God is God alone. And I pray that in these moments, mga kapatid, you will be given those visions. Those visions of how disastrous sin can be. 
so that in our heart of hearts, we will remain loyal to God. I pray that you'll have those visions of how God reaches out from the heavenlies to give you the Word of God, this crawl for you to eat. Just for you to know, the Word of God abides. And as we abide with Him and in Him, the Word of God is richly deposited in us. May we have vision of how destruction can come. The power of Ra can come when disloyalty gets the better of us. May we have those visions so that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of our wisdom. And I pray that we'll have those glorious visions of restoration when one day, I pray one day soon, life will have become better and we go back to normalcy, but we will never ever be the same as a people because we have known God better in these exile times. We have known the God of visions. Panginoon, salamat po na in these moments, sumasambulat po sa bawat pamamahay, sa bawat pamilya, sa bawat individual. Ang inyong mga pangitain na magbibitbit sa aming Panginoon to that scene 2,000 years ago when you, Jesus Christ, became the payment for our sins. You knew, Lord Jesus, how sin divided us from you, took us away from you, divided families, divided relationships. You took that sin's punishment, Lord, all to yourselves. But you came, Lord, to earth to confront us with your truth, to make us realize how we can be whitewashed tombs, how we can appear so lively on the outside and yet so dead on the inside. Thank you, Lord, for your love that always confronts. Thank you, Lord, for the convictions that many times we have allowed our hearts to be driven away in our pledges of loyalty, that we have pledged allegiance to the gods and the goddesses of this world away from you and how we have offended you, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus that once again your pardon, your forgiveness shall be upon those that are repentant and are coming back unto your fold. Thank you, Lord, for receiving us as your children. And thank you, Lord, but by your power, we are restored in you. We are born again in you. That we've been given a new heart and a new spirit. That now these laws are being written, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human heart. Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. In you, Lord, we have our grand visions in life. In you, Lord, we can sustain, we can be sustained in our present lockdown moments, in our present maladies, in our current challenges in life, Lord. We can be sustained and we are being sustained by you for your God who does not withhold your love from your children. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, speak now your healing to those that are sick, to those that are in the hospital, we pray for a brother who has just had a, a heart attack. And now, Lord, you're allowing his body to recover. You're allowing his heart to be healed because that's your promise, Lord. A new heart for this brother of mine, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Lord, I pray for the sister of ours that's having a hard time breathing. 
Lord, you are the ruach. You are the breath of life. You're the spirit that gives life. Lord, you are releasing your ruach right now to this home, cleansing them of all impurities, allowing them, Lord, to have these cries of relief and rest in you. Father, we thank you for your gift of salvation, that this brother of mine, this friend of mine, whose first, first time it is to be with us in this online community, that, Lord, this gospel is now being seared into his soul. And kapatid, kinakausap ka ng Diyos. Ito ang araw ng iyong kaligtasan. The Lord is warmly welcoming you into his kingdom, into his fold. So, Father, today, our rejoicing, we have so much reasons, Lord, for it. Our happiness, our joy in our hearts, Lord, are overflowing. For you have always been so good to your children. Salamat po, Panginoon, for your gift of healing. To my sister who is now going through cancer treatment, in the name of Jesus, the Lord holds you. You are God's beloved, you and your entire family. In the name of Jesus, receive, receive the shalom of the Lord. And in the Lord, nothing is missing, nothing is broken. Thank you, Lord, for your prophetic voice. Thank you, Lord, for your visions that come from your word. Thank you, Lord, for your ministry through the prophet Ezekiel, whose life, whose words you have used. And now, Lord, we pray that we be the Ezekiels of our generation, that by your anointing and by your love and by your call, we can be a voice to this generation that is now in exile so that your love be shared and your power be known by everyone for your glory and praise us forever and ever. May you now lift up your hands wherever you are in your homes. And may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up His countenance towards all of you. And may the Lord grant you His peace. As we now worship the God of vision. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone will say, Amen, Amen, Amen. Stay safe. I'll see you next Sunday. Stay healthy, mga kapatid. God bless you.